Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a Snickers nigga. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> more of a Snicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Snicker. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky little. All of these niggas exist. Like two hours. And it just. Oh, yeah, Young Sick. Yeah, that's right. Young DC as well. We've got that tag. Young DC. Welcome to the Any Last Words Podcast. Yes, sir. Another Monday. Oh, I'm sorry. Today's Tuesday. Another Tuesday. It is. And we're recording. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. My name is Keon motherfucking Harris. DJ Almighty. Young Killer Key. Young Pacific. Little Seven Seas. Of course, Biscayne Don on your head tops. Already. You know what I mean? I'm Young Lonnie Lot. Hunted Block. Blockington. Young one with himself. <laughs> and we, and we are here. Yo, the, the intros are starting to last longer and longer. <laughs> it's wild because nobody calls us any of these things. You might get DJ Almighty. No, shit. I still, every once in a while, get Keon motherfucking Harris. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. not. That's super old. Yeah. Every, yeah. And shit, every once in a while, a nigga might call me Lil Rudy, but we ain't gonna oh, get into shit. that. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. They know you from dark it's, times. Well, see, it's mostly, <laughs> it's mostly, like, people that, like, like from school that I haven't seen in a while, they'll see me, and that's just instantly what they think. Yeah, of, of course. Like the that's last where time we left off. Exactly, you, know you were little Rudy when y'all left off. Exactly. Right. So you're gonna be a little Rudy every time they see you. No, I get it. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Little rap niggas, man. Little little rap niggas. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a. You know, I'm not ashamed to say. No, that I, of course I not. Used to, I used. I wanted to be that rap nigga for a minute. It made I did. You who you are today. Like, you know what? And honestly, I might not have. You know, if I didn't take that 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 uh, ride in my life, I see where you're going. If I would if I would have ever decided to to kind of stay in that lane, but take it a right. you know taking it a different direction, right, right, right. Like, who if knows? You, if you have been able to cultivate that love for music, right, exactly, exactly. in your early stages, if it would have exactly like diverted and just showed itself or manifested itself in a different way, yeah, right. it's very true. You never know. It's very, very true. Um. I would like to, before we shit on anybody, this podcast. Damn. <laughs> I, I don't know. Going back and listening to our stuff, it, it, sometimes it seems like we, we shit well, on a lot of people. I, and, and I think I, I told you, I said, um, I think we shame those that need to be shamed. And that might not be a specific person. Right. It could be a generalization of a certain, you know, a certain type of person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Probably, so, the, probably the shameless. <laughs> it probably, it's probably the people out there that just go through life and don't feel shit. I think that's mostly what our, when we're shitting on people, we're shitting on people that usually do something, that, and it seems yeah. as though in that moment they have no shame about what it is they do. Yep. If the, so if, I think if the shoe kinda, fits, if the yeah, shoe fits, yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. Um, I do believe that before we get into any of that, that there are flowers to be given. Okay. Yet, yet again. All right. Um, as always, per use, there are flowers to be given. And I'd like to do that in a in an interesting way, as I am Earl. Before I get into giving these flowers out, I'd like to talk about a book that I got a little while ago. Found it very interesting. It's called From Hue and Cry to Humble Pie. Curious, bizarre, <laughs> and incomprehensible expressions explained by Judy Parkinson. Now this is this is the way that I'm going to give these flowers. So bear with me. Okay. 
So they pretty much just take a bunch of phrases that we say you've heard, maybe you haven't heard, and they sort of break them down, show you the origins or as best they can, you know, find, you know, the origins to these, these phrases. To be on cloud nine. To be on cloud nine means to be in a state of elation, very happy indeed, or feeling as high as a kite. This fanciful okay. <laughs> 20th century expression comes from the terminology used by the United States Weather Bureau. The Bureau divides clouds into classes, and each class into nine types. Cloud nine is cumulonimbus, a cumulus cloud that develops to a vast height with rounded <coughs> masses of white vapor heaped one on the other, the upper parts resembling the shapes of domes, mountains, or towers, while the base is practically, practically horizontal. Mm. Now, I read that from Judy Parkinson's beautiful book for a very particular reason. I want to give flowers. I would like to endow all the listeners and supporters of this podcast with flowers right now. All right. <laughs> thank, thank you. Now you. Now we all on the okay. same page. Yeah, I didn't know where you was going with it. I no. know. I know. I do things that way. But now um, we're all on the same page. I, let's talk about this feeling of cloud nine, Keon. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's amazing, you know, just knowing that this is something that we created. Yeah. Um, and people are really enjoying it. You know, um, people have been giving us their flowers um, for creating this right. podcast. Yeah, 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 um, for sure. You know, sure. and you in, know, ver not, in various ways. Yes, in various ways. Um, I've, we've seen people go out and experience some of the things that we've spoken about on this podcast, like right. literally say, where is that? And yes. then go and do that thing that we did. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've had people want to start up their own pods from this. Like it's right. just we've had so many people reach out to us and say, you know, you know, what made you guys do this? How did you do it? You know, right, how, right, do, how right. do you come up with the content? You right, know? exactly. And it's really, it's really made us think back on the fact that this shit is not easy. Like it's not just something mm. for anyone to 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 just go to and do. Into, you know, because you're not. I'm, I don't mean to cite us, but go for it. You're not going to get the same, you know. You like, I feel like we're doing chemistry? a good job here. Yeah, you're like, it's it's really it's about the chemistry. That's a thousand percent. Um, it's about the fact: can you talk to someone for an hour and a half or two straight and right. not fall off a cliff and and not have anything to say? <laughs> yeah, you know for sure, saying? for sure. Um, for because sure. that can be tough too, you know. Just because not everybody's good at talking to people. You yeah, know what I'm saying, and yeah, I mean, these are all facts. I'm talking to Earl one on one, but at the same time, we we have to keep in mind that we are also talking to you. So it's yes. it's we're we're actually we're having conversations on two different spectrums right now. Yeah, it's really it's really it's really it's really different. Yeah. So it's it's not always easy for someone to just oh I'm gonna start a, po a podcast. You know right. I'm yeah, I'm just gonna press the record button and I'm just gonna jabber away for as long as I feel like, and then I'm gonna click <laughs> the stop button and that'll be it. Right. It doesn't work that way. There is an energy that comes through. There is a and, zeal and, that people have to feel for sure. And quite honestly, Earl, Bars. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know that I could do this by myself. Right. To be honest. Right. I don't right. I don't really see me doing this alone. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I mean, strictly based off of like capability, or you maybe wouldn't have the desire to do it. Um, I don't think I would have the desire to do it. Yeah. But as soon as I thought about this, I immediately thought of doing it with you. There was right. no. There was no. <laughs> you are oh, going through yeah. a list of, of, of like <laughs> recommendations or a list of applicants and thinking, oh no, not this person. Let's scratch them off. Like, <laughs> right. It was just and, like you're right. But not even that. It's just like, I don't think that I would like it as much doing right. it by myself. Either. Right, for sure, for sure. I don't really, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't really think I would. No, I love banter. I love being yeah. able to go back and forth because, again, it, you know, you're thinking one thing, but as soon as you open it up and open the dialogue to another person, and, especially someone you're close to, they might say something that takes you, you know, left field and you're like, okay, new way of thinking about this. Okay, let's, right. get, let's, let's venture into that. Let's see what we got over here. And then, I mean, me and you, we, like I said, um, have you a and I, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you and I, I, I'm a bitch ass nigga. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> I might be a bitch ass nigga for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I, we like, we have a certain type of chemistry. Mm. However, we're also two very different types of people um, with the, with the way that we speak, the way that we live our lives. Mm. We're, we're two very different types of people yet. We come together right on this podcast yes. and we're in sync. Yeah. Coexist and, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that, you know, you can't just, yeah, you, you know, can't pick up that. any person yeah. off the street and just, you know, I, even if, even if they're your friends, you can't just go to any one of your friends and yeah. say, "Hey, let's do this." Right? That's, you know what I'm saying? That's very, very true. You can't do that. Me and Earl, we've been shit. We've been having pot. We've been doing podcasts. You know, I'd say it easily. We're just not recording them though. In, right? You know, in the last maybe five to ten years of our lives, yeah, just having think, these conversations. Yeah, I yeah. think that's when we started kind of having the like these kinds of conversations and realizing that at one point I was just like damn man somebody need to hear this yeah but yeah but that's kind of that's kind of the growth in it because a lot of times when you think about building or creating something people just think about like the tangible parts to it yeah what equipment do you have for it you know what what software have you gotten for this like what steps are we taking but but the building process starts way before that way before that like the conversations that we were having that let us know that these were conversations worth recording. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like that had to come first. And I'm sure that anyone that's been listening to this, you know, from a real nigga story, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> a real nigga level. A real wow. nigga level, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> when, when we record podcasts, <laughs> please know that we don't remember half of the shit that we talk about in yeah. those podcasts. Thousand I barely even remembered the name of the first one. <laughs> um, but yeah, when we started with a real nigga level, I think you guys can see the growth, um, you know, oh, individually boy. and between us both oh, boy. Um, from from there until now. Because um, honestly, I in in trust me, a lot of pods that we did did not make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> a lot we, of them, boy. We, we boy, have several are we have pods. Some bonus content. Yeah, we have several pods on ice that did not make the cut. <laughs> on ice, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you super know, we'll, trash. <laughs> we'll 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 release those one day. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure, for sure. When we get enough people that want to hear us be complete trash. We'll yes, def- we'll definitely yes. do that. But <laughs> getting back to the love of the people, we love you all. I can say it from the bottom of my heart. This being on cloud nine feeling. Right, mm-hmm. this being on this mountainous dome like level in the sky. It's 
honestly, to be able to create something, express yourself fully, who you are and like every bit of that, every fiber in our body goes into this when we create it. And in order to, I mean, just to be able to do that and have people love what we do and, you know, like Keon was alluding to, messaging us on different platforms and telling us that we're helping them get through this COVID era. We're helping them with their mental, you know, stability through it all and whatever else they may be going through aside from that, because everybody's got a battle that you know nothing about everybody. You know what I mean? So it's just it's really, really cool to hear that. It's really, really cool to hear someone say this podcast makes me want to be better. It does. You know what I mean? Because I guess we're talking about all different sorts of stuff. It seems relatable because we're just two regular ass niggas. We are. You know what I mean? And people just, they hear it and it makes them think differently or formulate their thoughts a little bit differently about things. Yeah. And and that's that's awesome. That's, it that's, is. That's pretty fucking awesome. We're um, glad that we can make you guys just think on a different wavelength. Think outside of the box, right? Um, I, you know, I'm. You, or, you just, got, or just laugh and enjoy. Yourself. Or just laugh and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. you know, whatever it's, it is, it's really, it's really, it's really it, cool. Yeah, definitely, it does put us on cloud nine. You should, you should see the conversations we have in our group chat. Oh um, yeah, like we are just on elated. another level, elated. elated. We're overjoyed that Every you day. guys care enough to reach out and and tell us because you don't have to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't, but that brings me to my next point. Thank you, Keon, for doing that. All right. If you don't, if you listen to this podcast and you love us, you love what we do and you enjoy it, and I mean, please continue to support and continue to do whatever it is you do, whatever, you know, feels right for you. But if you're not following us on Instagram, you should definitely do that. Follow the Any Last Words podcast at ALWpod. Um, you know what I mean? You're just going to get to see pictures and videos and little IGTVs that we put up of clips to come and, you know, cartoons and stuff like that. But you'll get a better sense of who we are and, you know, see a lot of the things that we talk about on the podcast. If you and if you simply want to put a face to a name, um, right, that that as well. Also, (laughs) on top of that, uh, this is actually the most important thing to me and, you know, bringing this into the conversation. Please, because, I mean, we have listeners that come and they find us individually and they have these sorts of, you know, revelatory for us conversations. But if you listen to this podcast and you feel like there's something that we didn't get into deeply enough or something you feel like that's come to your mind or you're going through in life and you would like for us to comment on it or bring it up as a topic, you can go to our, our you know, our podcast on our, our IG page and yeah. you can just DM us. You know, we can have a conversation and we'll bring it up. You know, we'll we'll definitely talk about it. We'd love to do that. We definitely want to interact with the listeners more. So please, please do that. Again, more more at, than happy. Again at ALW Pod, the Any Last Words Podcast. Insta. Yes. Um, okay, man. Let's let's shit on some people. Um <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead and let's flip the script here. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. You know, you gotta have that. You gotta have that. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. Talk, you, wait, did you say you had some customer service thing that you wanted to talk about? Well, you know what? Since our last podcast, mm. how I thought I had a customer service story. Yes. And it really turned out to just me being an asshole. Oh. Um, I, I do have one, but I'm not going to try to paint this person in a different light. I'm just going to okay. tell the story. Okay. All right. Um, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. So, Objective. L- let, me, let me ask you this. Okay. How do you feel about politics? 
Uh, how do I like, feel are, about politics? Are you, is it something very that... Large question. Okay. Is it something that you pay attention to? Is it something that if someone brought it up in a conversation, you could have a conversation with them about it? Not because you're Earl Hooks and you're the god of conversations, mm. but because you know enough about politics. No, 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 no. I am not well versed on politics like that. Hold on. No. Let me stop you right there. Okay. Earl, you inadvertently taught me something. Um, not that I didn't know what the term well-versed mean, mm. but every since you said that like two pods ago, yeah. I've been using the shit out of that phrase. <laughs> I have been using the shit out of that phrase. I hope that like, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because it's like, it's, it's not, it's not as if I didn't know what it meant, but it's like every since you said it on here, right? I don't know why, but that phrase just stuck with me and I've been using the hell out of that shit. Well, I try to say things in a way that give enough context clues to where people could pretty much figure it out if they didn't know what it meant. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's, it's just interesting. Learning new words is, is really cool. I mean, to me it is, I think that it helps you uh, sort of look at things differently in life because you're learning new words, new definitions, new concepts. And yeah. then I just think that the way that you articulate yourself, you sort of build, you're, you're putting these building blocks together in different ways, sort of like Tetris. You didn't yeah. really, you didn't really know you're just flipping and turning them and just shifting. And it's because conversation is so malleable, you know what I mean? With all these different words that we have. So I just think that it's really, really cool to be able to do that. So I'm glad that I'm glad that you're enjoying it. <laughs> um, so, um, I have these two people come into my store and, you know, this guy, he wants to try on some shoes. Let me, let me, so it's just, it was weird because I'm helping him with shoes. I'm telling him about the kicks. Okay. And all of a sudden, nothing prompted this. It came out of nowhere. And he's just like, do you know how much of the national debt China owns? Whoa. And I'm just looking at him in my head. I'm like. <laughs> Sir, I do not. <laughs> I don't know what made you ask me that question, but Whoa, I am wow. not. I am not well versed. <laughs> I'm not well versed in politics. Yeah, I, and definitely I, the na you know the international debt. You, he's talking yeah. about like yeah, like the international he, debt, the debt of just I, the entire world. No, no, uh, he he made. Like, let me just tell it. You'll you'll start to understand. Okay. Um, so I told him, I said, all the shit I just said to you, I didn't say to him, but I just told him that I was like, no, I, I don't know. And he was like, well, it's about 7%. If you go to whitehouse.gov, there's a pie chart there that tells you it breaks down the national debt. So I have to assume he's talking about the United States of America. Okay. How does China factor into that? I don't mm. know. But... He's just like, yeah, they own about 7% of the debt. If you go to whitehouse.gov, there's a pie chart, blah, blah, blah. It breaks it down on investors, different countries. Okay. Uh, you know, the American people. And I'm just like, oh, okay. That's, that's cool. And it's just like, it was really interesting because, like, we have this thing that happens in our store. A lot of our shoes are made in China. A lot of people come in and they just start giving China shit because they make all of our shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I mean... Wait, bro, wait a minute. You legitimately have people that come to your store and start talking up, talk, talking shit about China when they see Made in China on the bottom of a shoe? Yes. They, a lot of people hate that shit. They don't like Yo, that shit. Hold on, but when did this start? Oh, I mean, all throughout 
you know, my, my, my tenure of working in customer service. If, oh, if, wow. If anything is made in China, you're going to get a few people that come in there and like, oh, China. Bro. I thought this may have been a part of like the new China hate. No, 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 a lot of people just don't like that, you know, those jobs are taken away from American people, but those items are sold in America. They don't like that. shit. Oh, boy. And, you know, that that conversation. Yeah, because, you know, these companies, they outsource the work to China because it's cheaper. Mm -hmm. Um, And on on that end, sure, I get it. But it's like, I don't know enough about the big business industries to say how much money would they be losing by having things made in America and America only? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not well-versed yeah. in that category. Right. Um, all right. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use that up too much. Um, yeah, well-versed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> um, but so I instantly start thinking to myself, like, so did he see the China and the shoe and that may- maybe made him bring that up? Right. I don't know. I don't know what made the, made him bring that up at all. Um, but I was trying to figure out, like, is this coming from like a Republican view or Democratic view? Uh, cause most people that don't, excuse me, guys, I, let me not say most people, cause I don't know what your political views are, but I just kind of get these Republican vibes from people that just kind of like <laughs> hate the whole China thing. Like, they don't like yeah, vibes. I don't, and, and let me. And let me and let me go furthermore. This you guy, better, nigga. This guy looked just like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> he looked just like Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Republican <laughs> vibes, nigga. Hey, and and don't get me wrong. I'm not. Oh. I'm, I'm not shitting on Republicans. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's, you, that's you, funny. Your views are your views. I don't. I can oh care less. Like, I, don't, I don't hate niggas because of their political views. But uh. I do start to think like, hmm. Kind of giving me those Republican vibes, give me those Democratic vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But, but, um, so you could see like his wife was there too, and she was trying to just kind of like edge this nigga on, like you know, just like, oh, okay, Jerry, uh, just try the shoes on. Right, <laughs> just try, just try the shoes right, on. Okay? Right, right, uh, right. Yeah. Because. She, I, she, I, she probably goes through enough of this conversation. Yeah, I bet she yeah, does. Because yeah. if he felt comfortable enough bringing that up to me, yeah. I'm certain he does it to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and probably just at other stores. Probably the waiter when they go out to eat. She's just like, oh, God, like, come on. Yeah. Man. And then, like, um, so I don't know if you know who Mitch McConnell is. Um, I don't know. He's like a he's, – he's in – I don't know if he's like just a representative or a governor or yes, a senator. Uh, yes, but he, I know a bit about Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Supposedly, so, he's the dude that just runs politics. <laughs> yeah, apparently he got a lot of power. He's, yes, he's he's a, he's from Kentucky though. He mm-hmm. uh, whatever his position is, it's in uh, like Kentucky, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes into talking about how Mitch McConnell's wife got into politics and how she's been in in. You know, working here and working there, and it just see, like he just uh, he was giving me the vibes like he didn't really fuck with her. Um, he, he is a uh, Kentucky senior United States senator. Okay, so he's a yeah. senator from Kentucky. And Thank you. Yeah, Senate Thank majority you for that leader. Up. Yep. Um. So yeah, he just started talking about Mitch McConnell's wife and you know how she's got connections in China and you know what I'm saying. So like mm-hmm. these are the these are the things. That just kind of make me feel like, all right, like I see like you, whatever you're telling me about right now, you don't really fuck with it. Like, because why do you mm-hmm. give a shit about her, her connections in China? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I say this to say that the entire conversation, all I could say was, oh, OK, 
damn, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know much about politics. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when it comes to me and politics, you're right. It's definitely not something that I just sit on my phone and watch the news about, you know what I mean? And there's, there's definitely should probably be a little bit more balance. I probably should look at it. A lot of it just seems like a fucking circus act to me. It, it really does. So, you know, it just sort of turns me off because it just... It's just a bunch of people on different platforms just talking shit about the other one. There's mad bias. Oh yeah, people well, are constantly people are constantly running. Now I'm talking about the viewers. People are mm-hmm. constantly running for confirmation bias. Uh-huh. So they're just you know tuning into whatever it is they want to hear and just soaking that up and only that. It's just yeah, it's just it's just very interesting. So when you start having conversation with people, whether it's about politics or not. If you, you know, you listen well enough, and this is one of the reasons why people are terrible uh, conversationalists, as well as, like you said earlier, kind of not fit to do podcasts. Right. If you listen well enough, you'll start to get an idea if somebody entered a conversation just trying to get one of their biases off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't they're not talking for this for the sake of gaining information or understanding a different point of view. They started the conversation so that they could get their points off, their biases off, and possibly argue with you to the death if you do not agree with those. Yeah. And see, you know like, I, mean? I, so, I don't fuck with that shit. Like, just the whole, oh, if you don't agree with me, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to tear, I'm just going to try to tear you down and make you look stupid because, because, you know, we don't have, we don't agree on the same terms when it comes to politics. Yeah. Like, you, I, I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. Nah, you definitely sent me a, like a tweet a little while ago. It says something like, uh, if you if you get offended every time somebody corrects you, you'll never grow. Right. Or something like that. That's I mean, that's that's real shit. Like it is, again, man. people have a really hard time facing their own biases. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just it's it's kind of crude. But I mean, people's like thought process when it comes to analyzing or and analyzing things is kind of crude. But it's fine. Like I said, if you're a good listener. You just you just listen. If you don't know, you don't have to act like you know or try, I, or try, to, or try to yeah, <laughs> or try to give some sort of point of view on something you don't know shit about. You can just ask questions. You can just because that's what I would do in a lot of situations. And while I'm talking to someone and I have no fucking idea about what it is they're talking about, I just ask questions because there's there's going to be something interesting in it for me at some point. So I'm just going to ask questions about it and let them. Com- you know, continue to divulge information. And then you can sit and discern whether some of the information they're giving you is biased, if it's, you know, if it's a crock of shit, whatever it is. But I, I just like to listen. That's all. Well, yeah, I mean, I was definitely listening, but I didn't really care. <laughs> it, was, it probably could have been the way that he was, again, giving you the information. The way he yeah. was presenting it to you could have just seemed extremely forced and biased. And, uh, yeah. you know, it probably just seemed like some propaganda. So you were just like, yeah, like, no, nah, I'm good on that, bro. Like, you just came in here a little too fervently about Yeah, this. like, we, you just know kinda, what I mean? we just jumped out here with this. Like, yeah. no, nothing led to this. Like, Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking with that at all. <laughs> but, um, all right, yeah, no, that wasn't really, you know, shitting on this guy too bad. We didn't do too bad on that one. We didn't really shit on him. Nah, we didn't shit on him. Yeah, we didn't really shit on him. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we took accountability for not being, like you said, well versed right. in, in politics and just having to respond with things like, damn, that's kind of wow. Where? Wow. <laughs> and it is what it is. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, did, you, did you want me to go? I got yeah, something. Go ahead, man. I got go something for us. Go ahead. 
Uh, I thought this would be interesting for anyone that was around for the first one. Uh, I told you I've been trying to get inside your mind. So I would like to open up into Earl's wacky, wild word association journal. All right. And I think we should have our session two. We should have our session two of our word association game. Okay. Are you are you ready for this? Yeah. Man? This is it. a good one. I enjoyed the first one. All right. You know, the butterflies, the fucking. Yeah. Went all over the world and all that sort of stuff. This is going to be good. All right. I'm going to start off here. We have, uh, we have 22, I believe, of these, so 11 each. All right. All right. I'm going to start off with knowledge. By the way, if anyone doesn't know what we're doing, I'm saying a word. Keon is then going to respond with whatever word pops into his mind, right, the word association, mm -hmm. and then we're going to continue from from that point on, I'll do the same, and we'll just you know continue to serve back and forth to each other. It's a nice game of word tennis. Yeah, <laughs> word tennis. Um, <laughs> knowledge. Yes, I am going to go with power. I, I fucking I knew it. I fucking see that shit coming. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah, only thing you was missing is is in between, right? I I, <laughs> I mean, I, it's not just the it's not more so that statement, but right. You can, okay, you can we'll get explain into it. that. We'll get into it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going with books. Um, school. Hmm. School. Um, all right. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with varietal. Varietal. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that comes from the word variety. That you got it. Uh, though Dude. I've never heard anyone use it before. So I am going to look <laughs> up a good definition so that I come up with a good word really quickly. Well, I mean, variety, I mean, variety is a noun. Variety would be the adjective. You know um, what I mean? So just like, you know, the listen, you, the, the music you listen to is varietal. Got you. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You almost had to put that in a sentence for me real yeah, quick. Yeah, I got you. Um, varietal. Um, opportunity. Mm, oh, yeah. We definitely going back through these. Opportunity. Okay. Success. Money. Mm. <laughs> Sniggers about a dollar. I am. <laughs> Sniggers about a dollar. I sure am. All right. So what's funny is I think the success and money may have come up in our last one, but we, we, I'll see. Hmm. Uh, success, money. I'm going to go with. Hmm. Forefathers. Um. <laughs> Forefathers. Go ahead and say um, slave owners. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> that did not pop into my head. Oh, shit. Okay. Forefathers. Um, yes. Mm. The people... Creation. Creation. All right. Creation. Inspiration. Mm. Inspiration. 
Mentor. Mentor. Okay. Mentor. Invaluable. Mm. Mm. Family. Ooh, la familia. Okay. All right. Core. Earth. All right. Earth. Let's see here. Mm, organic. Your parents' fridge. <laughs> ah, hey, oh, let me put that down. The, I'm going to put the hooks fridge. The, the hooks. I'll put the Hooks family fridge. <laughs> the Hooks family fridge. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for fucking sure. Um, I'm gonna have to put deer. To be honest with you, deer. Oh, that's gonna y'all be got funny. some deer. We're in the gonna fridge? have to go back now. Hold on. <laughs> We're gonna have to go back to these, but but. I okay. am speaking okay. of that sort of deer. Yes. Okay. De- yes. Um, <laughs> that is funny. Deer. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um. Okay. Let me change that to nature. Let me change that to nature. Okay. I Make, was, scratch that. Go with nature. I got you. Nature, and then I'm gonna go with activity. This is your very last one. Um, freedom. 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 <laughs> All right. Is that the song? Where did I get that from? It, what, it what? is definitely a song. Is I don't it, know what it, song it, it is. All right, and I don't no, know it's, it... that, it's been on some commercials. I've heard okay. it before. Okay. I hope it goes like that. Hope... It does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably right. well. Yeah, all right, well, it's probably sung a little bit better. But... Alright, yeah. let's go back. <laughs> so knowledge, you said power. You said now it's not necessarily because of that phrasing, but Well, I think that obviously I think with knowledge comes a certain level of power. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's within the individual and also in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Um, When someone does have a good amount of knowledge, they will be well-versed in certain categories. um, Mm. And they will also have the power to be able to generally, you know, speak on most topics, um, you know, seem uh, confident and smart to others. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the grand scheme of things, just think about all the higher ups, all yeah. the knowledge that they know, all the things right. that they've consumed. Yes, um, yes. you know, with their status. Look at you, Keon. Go ahead, get up. Come on, get, get out, get outside the box on these niggas, man. <laughs> get outside the box on hey, these niggas. Hey, look, man. Hey, look. I'm, 
<laughs> I I'm well versed. All right, oh, I'm yo, well versed out here. Did, I, hey, if, if somebody do a count. This has got to be like number eight. <laughs> this has got to be like number eight or nine on that word. But all right, uh, knowledge power. I said books. I clearly. I mean, I love reading books. Um, and I I directly correlate that with power. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time I get done with the book, I haven't, I haven't got a Kindle yet. A lot of people tell me I should get a Kindle. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just easy to use. It's right there at your fingertips. You can get it, you know, whatever well, book hold on. you can think hold of. Is it, is it about the aesthetic for you? Do you, do, do you, do you want, it you know, is. a bookshelf? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, like, it, it, well, the thing is, I mean, once I get done reading like a pack of books, I always give them away anyway. So it's not oh, about so well, much amassing them. But I do like the tactile sensation of turning a page. I do like the smell of pages in a book. I, I, do, I do like the feeling of getting to the very end of a book, closing it, and then looking at the front cover. <laughs> I do it every single time. I close this the book, and I is... look at the front cover, and I just think, wow, all the knowledge that I could have possibly gotten from this is in my brain now. And and it's like, this has now become a part of me. This is somehow, this thing I'm holding in my hand has, has somehow shaped myself and who I'm going to be this, in the future. This nigga is one with the author. <laughs> he is one with the book. I am. Like, it's, it's a great fucking feeling. I know I'm not the only person. Anybody out there listening to this read books, you, at the end, you have to feel that sense of accomplishment when you're just looking back at the front page like, Wow. This is now a part of me. No, nah, I feel you. Yeah, feel like you. Th- this is shaped, this has changed me in it's, some way, shape, or it's form. It's not on the same level, but it's kind of like I do with my PS4 games. I don't like buying games from PlayStation Network. I prefer the hard copies. Uh, I want to line them up and right. see them there. Yeah. I like I, it. Yeah, we might just be like, you know what? It's just starting to sound like we're becoming old niggas, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, we're becoming old in our own right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of new kids are probably thinking, like, the fuck you mean? Just download it off the yeah. PS, like, off the PlayStation. Like, yeah. you don't have to go to the store. A I lot of people you. are probably thinking, just get a Kindle so you can download it. Like, yeah. you're actually driving to the Look, store we just and like to have down our things, all right? We yeah, just like to have like a, It's sort of like a things. routine. Older people, like, our... Our parents and their parents with the, uh, uh, I was about to say gramophone, but that's actually like the huge Yeah, are you talking about a, thing. like a record the player? The record player. Well, you already know. Like, you already seen my dad's collection. Right, exactly. Like, you just like to do things the old way. Plus, they say that it has, a, you know, a sound. I don't know how much you've listened to those, but they say well, that there's a certain sound. That, that little dissonance in the background that you I, I could, now that you bring that up, I could totally understand that because it, it really, um, it really kind of brings a certain level of like nostalgia. Right, right, you know right, what I'm saying? right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's 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 what it is. All yeah. right, let's let's move let's move on. So then All you right. said school, clearly books. Well, yeah, it cor- it correlates. Yeah, any it any sense. sort any sort of you know learning mm-hmm. that's going on. There's probably yeah. going to be a certain level of reading right. that's going on too, whether that right. be from a book or a Kindle or a website. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Um, to which I said varietal. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that, I mean, one, schools of Rado, I mean, there's so many different schools that, you know, are for so many different things and that focus on so many different things. But people's own unique experiences within schools. So very interesting to me, because, again, the way that you and I 
enjoyed high school, especially like our sophomore or not sophomore year. I mean, I loved all my years of high school. Yeah, I didn't have but, any but, issues but, with high school. But senior year, oh my God, cloud nine again. Yeah. Coming back great. to cloud nine, like it's amazing, but just knowing that there was a complete opposite side of the spectrum where there were people in a very low and despairing place. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just like dismal in the dark somewhere, always being made fun of, never feeling like they had friends, uh-huh. whatever it is, feeling like they couldn't be themselves, whatever the case may be. Like there was a, a completely different side. And again, with education, there's certain people getting a great education at certain schools, reaping all the benefits of whatever that school has. And then there's certain people sort of like me that didn't give a fuck about the information. And again, I think a lot of that I ascribe to the way the information was presented to me. Yeah. I don't necessarily remember too many teachers that seemed ecstatic about teaching what they were teaching, like really, really into it and loved it. And I just, you know what I mean? I feel like if I had gotten a little bit more of those teachers, not putting all, you, the, all the culpability on them, but saying, I feel like it would have, it would have helped a lot. I think that I maybe had one teacher that was really fun and really liked what she did. And that was uh, Miss Graham for math. Oh, Miss Graham. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, she was a real one. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I had her for SAT prep. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, took- I, and I had her in like fourth or fifth grade for science. Oh, for real? Back at Weems. Oh, damn! I didn't even know she. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Miss okay. Graham, yeah, she was teaching, teaching. Yeah. I mean, she's she's a legend. I know she told. John, she is uh, a legend. <laughs> she's a legend. She has this legendary uh, weed brownie story that uh, uh, is funny as shit. And she was living in the south. And she lived in the south. <laughs> yeah. <You know what laughs> I mean, like she- <laughs> Miss, if you hey, listen. If you and Manassas listening, you know about the self. Like, Miss yes. Graham, yeah, man. She was, yes. she was definitely a real one. Uh, yeah. So, which, okay, so I said varietal, you said opportunity. Um, yeah, opportunity, I think, correlates with varietal because you, you go to school, you obviously are learning a lot of different things. Yeah. So, there's opportunity. Damn, I'm about to, I'm not going to say what verse. Um, there's uh, opportunity yes. to align yourself with any of these subjects and become right. really good at them. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, to which I say success. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, I believe that they say the success is when opportunity meets, you know, uh, preparation. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, that's the very first thing I thought about. Again, success comes in so many different ways and, you know, people gauge it you know, in a lot of, in very varietal ways, but uh, going on from that, you said money. I'm assuming yeah. you would, well, to some degree, you would feel like money would follow success. Yeah, or... and that may not be the case all the time, right. but right. when I think of success, I think of the riches that would come from mm-hmm. from, from my, 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 from my your type achievements. of success. Yes, from yeah, your achievements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I said forefathers because I'm thinking about all the slave owners on the front of the bills. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's, that's me. Uh, to, which, to which you said creation. Well, yeah, when I think of forefathers, um, though they may have been slave owners um, and misogynists and mm. all those types of things. They there are did... many other kinds of forefathers. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You have, the, you have the forefathers of anything that was ever created. Well, you know what? Of... You're right. But right. What, okay, so what forefathers were we talking about just now? Then? Well, well, I just, I mean, I don't know. I, okay. I was when I said forefathers for money, I was thinking about the slave owners. Okay, but when you said creation, I was like, oh, I thought that you sort of broadened it and was just thinking about the forefathers of anything. So 
actually no. When I when I when I thought of the forefathers, I was thinking about the slave owners, and I was okay. thinking about the fact that they did indeed create this country um, oh, okay. that we live in. Um, okay. You know, it's, okay. They, you know, shit was technically built from the ground up on our on yeah. our ancestors' backs. <laughs> um, but un- unfortunately, I can't say that they didn't create. You know, help create. R- yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Uh, to which I said inspiration, because I feel like, you, you know, you need that inspiration for, for pure creation. Uh, I think that it's something I, I think I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times more. Inspiration is very, very, very important. And I think we need a whole lot more of it. Um, and I, I think it's really cool because inspiration sort of just like unfurls in a way that that just brings people together. You will inspire somebody and you won't even know it through something that you did or said to them. And then they might do something. And it's just like this beautiful domino effect. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if you can just get more hubs of inspiration, then it can be distributed. You know what I mean? At a greater rate. So I just, I love it. Um, what you said, mentor. Well, yeah. Um, I think a lot of times people were, we hope that they're being inspired in a good way. Mm. Um, but when I think of inspiration, I think, well, where did that inspiration come from? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could have came from a thing or an event, but a lot right. of times I think inspiration comes from people, yeah. um, people that we look up to people that we see as mentors, mm-hmm. um, people that we, we, we look to, to inspire us. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, no, that's actually, that's a good point. People you look to, to inspire. Yeah. Do you have anybody off the top of your head that inspires you? Um, I've I'm I'm gonna go back and give it. I mean, we can both do this. You can hop on if you want to, you bitch ass nigga. We, the the people, I think that the people okay. have given have given us a lot of inspiration mm-hmm. in the past two months and three weeks or so. Yeah, they definitely uh, have. Like that's I I mean that's where I'm at with it. Um, you know what? Giving you guys these flowers. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and say my fiance. Uh, she how um, she inspire you? Uh, she's just she's 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 very much a leader. Um, right. you know what I'm saying she she's somewhat of a free thinker. Um, you mm-hmm. know, and she I don't know. She just she inspires me. She has my back, and mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Um, she's also very much a fighter. Very much mm. a fighter, um, yeah. in many different ways. Right, right, right. Um, That's for sure. That's so for sure. with me, me, I can be a little standoffish. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I see that in her, it does kind of give me a jolt. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. 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 I see that. Yeah, you see something admirable in her, something that you yeah, would yeah, make yeah, want yeah. to uh, adopt yourself on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. That's beautiful. All right. Uh, I said invaluable. I do think that these, just like what you just said right now, uh, that mentorship, mm-hmm. that is that is invaluable. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I, I would never want to give that away for for anything. Just knowing that I can look to people for inspiration, which is going to allow further allow me to create things and, and express myself in a holistic way. That's, yeah, I mean, that, and that just continues to further nourish my soul, my being, which again, goes back out like it's just like this beautiful relationship this cycle between being inspired and creating and inspired and creating between between you and the world and everything that you you know interact with so 
Uh, yeah, this inspiration, mentorship, invaluability, like all of this together is a really awesome pocket of words. Family, you said afterwards? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think family is invaluable and that's just the way that I look at it because I know a lot of people actually don't fuck with their families. Yes. Um, but yeah, when sure. it comes when it comes to me, <laughs> fuck my- you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to me, I I think that my family is is invaluable um because there's just a certain uh a certain love and uh you know, a certain love and care that comes from them that you know my family exudes for me yeah um that i f- i just feel like i couldn't ever i could never get that anywhere else it's it's you know we 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 all we have friends and you know that we love and, and right. whatnot but um that family love it just hit different it's just a little different and that's why I, different that's why i followed up with core after that because um, because yeah, we, because when you're out in this world you know you right you have your friends your acquaintances your work people you're this and you're that and it's it's cool because you take a little bit from all these people. But for people like you and I that have a core, you know, family, you know, a base that we can get back to. Yeah. It's it's just great to be able to get back there. You just realize, again, when you're in the midst, when you're in the room with all of them, you remember, like, this is where I came from. Yeah. Like this, there's so many things when I look around this room and I hear these people laugh and I tell this and they tell their stories. Uh-huh talk about their beliefs and their ideas and whatever's going on in their life, all these activities. I, I feel it. I see myself here. You know what I mean? I see where I came from. I see what made me who I am. Like I, I get it. And I also see, you know, the things that sort of the things that made me who I am that don't necessarily align with these people, mm-hmm. you know, the things that sort of pushed me away in order for me to find myself outside of these people. You know what I mean? So that that core is good for for both both sides of that coin. Right. Um, to which you said earth. Um, so the, let me tell you this. The very first thing you thought of, I mean, th- that I thought of when you said core is I thought about the movie uh, The Core featuring Delroy Lindo. Mm, um, I, don't I don't know about this. Yeah, it, it's, it's you know, it's an end of the world movie. I, I don't know. Uh. if I. I, I may have said this on a pod we deleted or a pod from a while ago that we didn't delete, but I love like apocalyptic type movies where the world is about to end or some shit. And <laughs> the core is one of those movies, oh, um, but it also features Delroy Lindo, um, who is a great uh, black actor. Uh, <clears throat> look him up. I'm sure you'll recognize him. But that immediately made me think of, the earth, the earth that we are so lucky to be living on because right. uh, it's only here by chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're able to live these lives that we live and love the people that we love on this place. Mm-hmm. So we are here. Thank you, planet earth. Thank you, mm-hmm. universe. So, yeah, so core kind of meant a couple of things there as far as the earth goes. I mean, because you were thinking about that movie. Yeah. As well as the way I was just talking about core, you know, having that core when it comes to family and what uh-huh. that means for you. Yeah. It's sort of like the same thing with the earth, you know, being, being your core. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being Just on there a, for on a much you. larger scale. On a much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to which I said organic, because I think of all the, all the very, very beautiful things that come with earth organically, naturally. Yeah. I'm going to get a little bit more into that. So I'm going to skip past that one. Cause I'm, we're going to go back to that later. Okay. So the hooks family fridge, <laughs> 
You said full, 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 of, full of seaweed crisps. <laughs> <laughs> seaweed crisps. Yeah, we definitely have those. Man. <laughs> definitely a lot of seaweed crisps. And, and, and fucking fruits and lettuces yep. and a bunch of kale, spinach leaves and yep. yeah, just a bunch of weird shit. Dehydrated yep. stuff. It's, it's it gets <laughs> it gets it gets interesting in there. I bet. Um, I haven't I haven't I haven't opened that fridge in a while. You don't but, uh, really. You don't want to, to be honest. With really? You. Yeah. I mean, damn. You're you're not gonna want to. You're not gonna open up that that sort of fridge in my parents' house. Is not the fridge where you open up and you're like, oh man, like what do I? Okay, like what do I pick? Dang. Yeah, you sort of open it up and one. How about to, what about when you open it up? Well, first and foremost, you know that you have to assemble things. Like, it's, there's nothing like you can just easily take out and just get it popping. Like, you have to assemble. No a lot processed of foods. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. It's a lot. Not a and, goddamn uh, can in that house. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I can definitely put some stuff together. It's it's go it's going to be extremely healthy though. <laughs> just just know that. Sometimes my dad will cook out and he'll like have some ribs or some sausage and like, hey. some jam and stuff in there. Yeah, but if he ain't just cook out, nah, you're not really rushing to our fridge to to do that. Yeah, I mean, do they um, eat meat in there? Do they? Yeah, like they eat. They they they, they do, but they they're conservative about it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not really a superfluous amount. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. To which I said deer. Now, <laughs> the reason I said that is not because they just have, you know, like a bunch of venison in the, in the fucking fridge. Right. It's because, you know, y- y'all motherfuckers make fun of them, especially RJ, and say that we eat deer food. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about deer food, little twigs and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that's what my friends see when they open up that fridge is <laughs> deer food. Yep. Uh, to which you said nature. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. when I think of a deer, I think about yeah. it being out in nature. Right, um, right. Which is why you started with outside. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. just wanted to give a better term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I said activity. I personally feel like everybody should have at least one act, like outdoor activity. Like one activity that gets you closer to nature. No matter what it is, it could be. I've been talking about talking about it with people a lot recently. It could be kayaking, which I think is really fucking awesome and impressive if you know how to kayak, especially upstream, mm-hmm. all that upper body strength. Like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, kayaking, fishing, like you, hiking and camping, like and skipping rocks, like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of shit to do outside, but I, I just you know. Everybody should have one. I think everyone should have something that gets them closer to the earth, closer to the core, to the organic, right? To the invaluable, to the <laughs> inspirational, all of that. Like, I, I think all of that goes into each other, to which you said, freedom, freedom, um, freedom. I don't know. When, when, when you get outside, um, and you start just doing some outside shit, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I just, I do feel like there's a certain level of freedom that just comes with that. You just feel like you're out here. You're, you're free to be, you're free to move, you're free to take mm-hmm. in whatever it is that nature wants to give you that day. Um, free to be. I like that. Yeah. Free to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to have something. I might have to write that down because free to be is going to be something I'm going to have to bring back later on in this episode. All right. Yeah, it just it just correlates 
correlations, their links here, their links. All right, man. So that so that concludes that concludes our wacky wild word association for the day. Session two. Thank you, Keon. Slowly getting into your mind. No problemo. Everybody's getting into it. All right. All right, man. What you got? Where, where you want to pivot? Um. So I, I brought up a word within that uh, game we just played. Mm-hmm. The word nostalgia. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's a very strong term, and I think okay. it means a lot for different people. So I want to ask you, what what things bring you nostalgia? Um, things, experiences, places, people. Okay, definitely number. Uh, let me not say number one, but I do know that my favorite scent mm-hmm. is a. I don't know who like people would really be thinking about this, but my favorite scent is a freshly blown out candle mm-hmm. it doesn't matter the the scent of the candle mm-hmm. it, it's the smoke mm-hmm. and you know what that smoke smells like right so and mm-hmm. the reason i like it is because it's fleeting i don't want just like a room that just smells like that all the time right right but but it's something about you just catching that little whiff and then it just you know slowly dissipating and going mm-hmm. away uh, so that's something that gives me nostalgia, probably because all the candles blown out through all the years and all the birthday celebrations, ce- just all the celebrations, period. There's always a cake somewhere. Right. And someone's blowing out some candles. So and I just love candles and scents in the house. So I guess I'm clearly always blowing candles out. But, yeah, I think that's definitely one as far as the scent goes um, as an activity. Uh, sure. Skipping rocks. Okay. Is one of them just walking, walking through nature, like taking a hike. It definitely does that because I did a lot of walking through woods when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, so just smelling. So just, you know, hearing trickling water through a little stream and hearing the twigs and leaves like sort of snap underneath your feet. All those sort of things like give me give me nostalgia. That's for sure. OK. Yeah, we can start there. Yeah. Um, As far as me, I think one thing that I think a lot of people can relate to is music. Mm-hmm. When you hear sure, when you sure. hear music, especially from just a different era in your life, it just takes you back. Like when I listen to 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying, huh. I think about okay. mid- I think about okay. like middle school. You know what I'm saying? One, why the fuck was I even listening to that? In middle school, was bro, um, bro. We oh we oh we can have that conversation <laughs> of the shit that we were intaking as children. Bro. Yeah, like yeah, listening yeah. to get like when I listen to it now, <laughs> I'm just like, damn, I was listening to this when I was like twelve. Like, damn, <laughs> right you know for, sure, for sure. Hold on, what's that line he said about about killers? He said, "If you be smart, you be shooking me." Cause I get tired of looking for you. Spray, Spray your, mama your mama crib, crib and, and let your ass, ass look, look for, for me. me. <laughs> like, this motherfucker yeah. said, I got beef with you. I want you dead so badly. <laughs> and you're so afraid because you know just how much of a real nigga I am and how I get it popping in the streets that you you are just running. You are ducking and dodging me. You know what? <laughs> don't Don't even worry about it. I'm just going to go to your mother's house and fill it with bullets. Yo. And if you and you gonna come looking for me, yep. and, we'll, and we'll handle you, the thing. If, if you love your mom, you gonna have to. If you if someone goes that you got beef with goes and shoots your mom's house up, <laughs> and, and you don't go find, yeah, them, I mean you have to. Mm, like, yeah, that's kind of you that's have to. That's kind of rough. So yeah, that's yeah, but yeah, that's what we're listening to in sixth and seventh grade. And 
whenever the hell that came yeah. out. <laughs> but but also Crazy. when I listen to something like like Marvin Gaye or you know what I'm saying those type of things those, yeah. the things that my parents uh, grew up listening to it probably it just, makes you think of the Saturday mornings. It makes me think of the Saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah. It also makes me think about my grandmother um, in her neighborhood. Uh, they used to have block parties all the mm. time. Block parties, couple you know every summer. Right. And it takes me back to those block parties in Southeast D.C. Um, oh. And it just like oh yeah, just young certain... D- yeah, that's right, young D.C. as well. We forgot that tag, young no, D.C. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it makes me think of those things, man. It thinks me makes me think of like being at my grandmother's house, uh, my grandfather pulling out his guitar and uh, playing this song. I forgot who it's by, but it's like oh Maybelline. Dun, 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 dun. It's, it's, the song's oh, called Maybelline. Real oh, country-ass song. Okay. My grandfather would play it on his guitar. My grandmother would sing the lyrics. And that yeah. shit used to just... Oh, man, that's awesome. That shit used to just... I like, when I, and I have that song like on my, on my, on my, um, in my iTunes. Oh, um, man. Solely for that reason. Because like, when I to think... To take you back. Yeah, when I listen to that song, it makes me think of those very moments sitting around, watching my grandfather play the guitar, watching my grandmother sing the song that goes with it. Uh, just, you know, though, like that's, that shit is invaluable. Yeah, it is invaluable. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I like it. No, I like how when, as we go through the conversation on these podcasts, like the concepts stack on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And we're just, you just yeah. constantly make references to the last things. No, it is invaluable. There's a core to that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a core to that family element. Yep. That seems organic and gives you freedom <laughs> and then I with think whatever the, activity it, that may be <laughs> i think the biggest one is family in general every time yeah. you see your family you yeah. just have so many memories with these people yeah. they know everything about you oh, like or i don't know we hope they do um, I, I mean kind of sort of i mean again we're always because once we leave those little reunions yeah we're going and and revolving yeah. We're going and evolving, going and evolving, and then we come back. So, again, they know a lot of those core attributes because that's, that's where they came from with you. Yeah. They know those core attributes, but a lot of the small things that you're trying to wrinkle out in your mind, mm-hmm. a lot of these ideas that you're coming into, they, you know, they don't always know about that unless you're constantly updating them. Already. Right. You know well, I, mean? I just, I don't know, it just, like, it just makes me think about all the good or bad times I've right. had with my family. Right, and right, right. Either way, those those things made me who I am today, uh, which is someone that I'm happy with. Yeah. Nah, so, no, nah, that's that's for sure. That, now, nah, looking back on a lot of those times, like times with grandparents for me were definitely awesome. Yeah. Oh man, they were they were definitely a good time. I mean, my my grandma on my dad's side. She would make me do like music appreciation like once uh-huh. a week. Uh-huh. So I'd have to just sit down with her and listen to some old ass jazz, or <laughs> listen to her play the piano and things like that. Yeah, like just little, little small things that they would incorporate. Really, really, really cool. On my mom's side, they owned this really large garden and they had all different sorts of fruits and vegetables out there. And we used to just run, you know, run up and down those. They had a slide, like a, little, like a small playground in the back. They had a lot of land. Uh huh. But it was, yeah, it's just a good time. We used to have crazy Easter egg hunts out there and barbecues. Out, this is out in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, great, great. yeah. Uh-huh. Nah, for sure, man. Great time, Let's with, the, great go. time with, the, with the grandparents, man. And they loved us so much. 
Yeah, man. Great time with the grandparents. Yeah, I, I, just, I love that. And it's really weird, Earl. Um, sometimes I use nostalgia almost as like a serotonin. Mm-hmm. Um, when when I'm just like feeling a certain way, I'll just right. think about things that make me happy. Things right. that send serotonin running through my brain and calm me down. I just Maybe think about you'll those go things. play Maybelline. Maybe. Hey, but you'll but you'll go but you'll consciously go out of your way to try to build that nostalgia because yeah. you feel like it brings you yeah it brings you to better times yeah for, it brings me good for feelings. at least yeah 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 it brings me good feelings okay damn that's what's up look at look at us man talking about man when I was young my I used to go visit my my mom and my eldest brother and he would take me up the street and this is one of my fondest like fondest memories as a child honestly it's so small uh-huh. but he used to take me to this little community center where he would play chess mm-hmm. and i would just sit there as a young nigga and just learn because i wasn't good enough to be playing nobody so i would just sit there and just like watch him play and learn how all the pieces moved and mm-hmm. strategies and stuff like that and that's also when uh they used to have like free nutrageous bars mm-hmm. i don't know if you've ever had a nutrageous bar i don't know if i have but that sounds very familiar it is now my favorite candy bar. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a Snickers nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more of a Snigger. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I am a Snigger. <laughs> so, sneaky little nigga. Nah, but anyway. So, so yeah, man, just nutrageous bars and chess. And now I was actually explaining to someone the other day, when I have conversations with people, I see it as like a like a chess game sort of happening, especially okay. like a chess match, especially when people are trying to come with some sort of animosity or a certain sort of mm-hmm. like fervor. You know what I mean? That kind of seems like they're on. They woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And right. like I said, they want to get their shit, quote unquote, or their biases off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just kind of see it as a chess match. And I just, I just want to see how you move your pieces and what you do. Oh, that was a nice little move there. Okay, let's see. Well, I'm a couple of steps ahead of you. Like, let's see if you, if I do this, like, what will you say in return to that? Like, I just, I see it. I see it all happening in front of me. So, I, I like, I have to ascribe that idea and that processing with some of these beautiful nostalgic feelings that I get when thinking about my brother taking me to this community center to learn how to play chess. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's super fucking dope. That was that was a good one. Yeah, man. Um. In speaking about, so I was speaking to this person since I just brought them up. Okay. The other day. Wonderful person, a listener of the podcast. Yep. I love it. Love it. Flowers. <laughs> flowers to all the listeners. Flowers to you guys. Love you so much, especially when you give feedback. Um, this person was talking to me about how they felt like they're going through this this verge in life. Again, I've talked to you about cocooning and constantly feeling as though I'm on this perpetual track of verge and breakthrough and verge and breakthrough because I'm constantly trying to just digest new information. And that's just sort of naturally what comes with it. It's just feeling as though you're growing and ripping out of your shell into a new version of yourself all the time. Yeah. So she feels as though she's going through this and she's just trying to just put her fucking foot on the gas as hard as she can. And she feels like one of the ways we felt like one of the ways we came up with that would be very cool in doing so because there's been like relationship problems in the past and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to iron out those kinks, Mm -hmm. you know, is being able to call prior partners and have an adult conversation 
about the entire relationship mm-hmm. because you only have your puzzles. I mean, you only have your pieces to the puzzle, mm-hmm. right? But it would be really, really awesome to get the other pieces of the puzzle that you're completely unaware of. And, and then it made me think about a young woman whom you refer to as Sequoia to me. Ah, shit. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. Se- trees? Sequoia trees? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Now, so, you heard her as me. Now, she called me months and months and months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what she said? Earl, I'm, I'm calling some people <clears throat> from my past. I have a series of questions. I would love for you to give me open, honest answers to these questions. And I called you because I knew that you would. All right. I loved that idea so much. I was getting ready to go to bed that night. I was like, oh, fuck that. Turn on the light. I'm like, let's go. Like, whatever questions you have, I'm here. I'm here to answer them. Because I thought that it was really, really dope for you to want to come back and have a real. There's no ulterior motive aside from learning about yourself. Right. You know what I mean? And trying to take this knowledge into the future so you can better distinguish what the fuck is taking place in any given relationship that you have with someone. Okay. That's, that's awesome. Now, now the, the person that I'm having this conversation with the other day, they're telling me that they feel like they couldn't have this conversation with these people because they're not necessarily, I don't know, maybe that grounded or that open. Okay. And they would just think that there's some ulterior motive, like, oh, she's trying to get back in the saddle with me, or, you know, like the ego stuff taking over. (laughs) She's trying to do this. She's trying to do that. And, you know, I feel like that's very, very unfortunate because I feel like that would be a very, very cool thing to do. Um, Shit. I wish I could start. I want to start having some conversations with some people, some prior partners of mine, to be honest with you, just because this idea has just been like, it's just kind of blown my mind. Like, wow. When when Sequoia called me and she was going through this list of questions, I mean, it's they're beautiful questions. Like, do you feel like I I was there for you emotionally? Mm. You know what I mean? And this could be in whatever sort of you could just be like sort of like fuck buddies with somebody. You could be just good friends, you know, or friends with benefits sort of thing. It could be a committed monogamous relationship. You could have been a polygamous relationship with someone, but a little bit more open. It could be so many different things. But all these questions are great. Like. Did you feel like we were open to having conversation and we can have open, honest discourse without there being some explosion? Mm-hmm. You know, was it was it sort of volatile? Do you feel like our relationship was in the past? Do you feel like if it was sexually intimate, do you feel like that was open for discussion? Do you feel like I was I was pleasuring you? Do you feel like I even tried to figure out what it is you needed you know what I mean? And all these different aspects. It's just like a lot of cool conversation that you could have with someone. How did you feel about me personally, just as, as respect went? You feel like I respected you, uh-huh. not only just as as a significant other, but as a person. You know what I mean? They're all different sorts of really cool questions that you could ask somebody so you can sort of align them with what's going on with you today and the people that you're having exchanges with today. It's just it's a beautiful form of uh, growth. Right. One. Have you ever had any of those sorts of conversations? Like once you got out of a relationship with someone, like have you ever Uh, gone? Not that I can, not honestly, not that I can really think of nothing that stood out that was just very mature and growing up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not like, not, not like, Hey, seriously, like, you know, answer this question for me. Like, what do you, you know, what did you, what did you think? What do you think? Yeah. I didn't, I can't, I can't really say that I have. 
And you know what kind of pissed me off about it was now going back to Sequoia. She asked me these questions. I helped her out, which is great. And then, and then I think like maybe months after that, <clears throat> she was the one that told me that she was disappointed in me mm. because, and I'm going to go through this real fast. I, you're going to know where I'm going, but I'm going to get this done way quicker than when we, you and I last talked about it. All right. Cause I, cause I need the listeners to hear this, but she said she was disappointed in me because of the fact that I immediately blocked Suzanne, whom I took to Antoinette's 30th birthday soiree. Okay. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So so she's she was upset that I immediately blocked her, you know, after whatever occurred. Mm-hmm. She was just like, man, I just, you know, you being the talkity talk 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 communicator person, <laughs> you know, I would have just assumed that you would have liked to have a real conversation with this person if they wanted it and help them grow. And at the time, I was thinking, man, yo, fuck that shit. Like, shit, there's so many different things. Like, you have no idea. Like, I would never want to have that conversation mostly because, well, one, probably in reality because it was just way too close. Like, it had just happened, and I was yeah. like, nah, I'm blocking you now. Like, if anything, I'm going to need time to right. rest. You know what I mean? But I just felt like she was st- stupid, for lack of a better <laughs> I kind of felt like she was stupid. And wasn't going to really try to take accountability mm-hmm. for any of the things that this that they did mm-hmm. in this occasion, and that there wasn't going to be growth. But again, I don't know everything. Yeah, I'm no omniscient being. You know what I mean? So I, because I was going to say like, well, I mean, you didn't really give it the chance either. I didn't give it the chance exactly, and and so I'm so I'm backtracking now and saying that you know what, and and. By by this point in time, I've now unblocked everybody that was blocked from my phone at a point really? in time. Yeah, like there was like six or seven numbers though. I just unblocked them. I don't know who exactly who who is. You know, you know what that is, Earl? <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so I would like to tell the listeners a story. I'm gonna get past it very, very fast because all I'm really gonna do is just go through the transgressions really. Okay. Fast. Okay. All right. So this is now your fiance's uh, 30th birthday cocktail party soiree. Yeah, right? this was back in like December of last year or something. Awesome like that, night, I believe. It was awesome a great, it was, it was a, it was a great night. And again, I'll say, like I said to you before, this is still just an asterisk to the whole night. This is still just a footnote because I did enjoy you. I enjoyed the food. I enjoyed her. I enjoyed the games that were played. I enjoyed the guys that were there. Like I enjoyed the entirety of it. It was just this. This entity within the story that kind of pissed me off, Uh right? So, and I'll also preface this with saying that I I take I take culpability in this because I knew that this probably wasn't the best person to bring. There, Mm. there were definitely red flags before you had seen them. You know what I mean? Like, Like when I brought her out for like my birthday. Or something yeah, like that. And yeah. something went wrong there. And she ended up just like walking out the bar and like we didn't right, see her for the rest right, of the night. Yeah, right. like that got a little weird. But anyway, albeit of all the all these red flags that I had seen in the past, because she was the type of person where when things were really cool, it was really, really awesome. Uh-huh. She was just like fun to be around, loved to joke. And I and I'm and I'm that person. So that called to me. But then it was like when things were bad. 
you think to yourself, why the fuck am I dealing with this person at all? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like those were the sort of highs and lows there. So we were kind of like at a, at a high at least or definitely not a low. Um, so I was just like, yeah, sure. I'll invite this person on through. I know Mikey's going to have his girl there. RJ's going to have his girl. Like, I, let me bring, let me bring someone. Now, I know how this person drinks. I know how this person doesn't necessarily eat, right? Mm-hmm. As much as I feel like they should, whatever. Now, I say to this person before getting to the house, hey, I feel like you should eat. This was like the day prior. I feel like you should eat food yeah. be- before we drink because I know that you kind of get drink. Uh, going back to another episode, this was someone that said, oh, yeah, I black out like 70 to 80% of the time that I go out drinking with friends. Oh, this is another person that just blacks out. Yeah, this is a whole other Shit. person that, yeah, that, that, that blacks out often. So I'm like, listen, this, we're, we're, we're going to not do that tonight. So I'm trying, Please. To, take, I'm trying to take all the precautions oh, to not have nigga, this person if, black out. If she would have blacked out at that party, I... Uh, I'm not sure that she didn't, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not sure that things didn't go black and she just, and there was just uh, an autopilot that took on. Because with the things I'm about to explain, it, I... I might need to believe that. <laughs> so, because I can't, I, I don't know if I want to just believe that she's just fully conscious of all these things that took place and she just, anyway. So I tell her, hey, I think you should eat before you come over tomorrow. Just, you know, we, if we can get that out the way. There will be food there, but you should probably just eat before we start drinking. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. She comes to the house night of, you know, so we can like start getting ready and stuff like that. She has not eaten a thing. Not anything all day long. I'm like wow. this is a terrible, it's a terrible start to the night because you you're gonna drink alcohol. But okay, whatever, that's fine. Grown ass woman, do you do? Okay, you didn't eat. Starts having a few glasses of champagne or whatever. She's getting loose. It's fine. She's fine at this point. Now we're waiting for our third friend. We're call him. Uh, we're call him uh, Daniel. All right. So Dan. So Daniel gets to the house. We all get in the car. (sighs) We get on the road. I say, before we actually get on the road, hey, you want to go to the bathroom? No, I don't have to get in the bathroom. Okay, cool. We stop at a gas station. Daniel goes inside to get some stuff as well as go to the bathroom. I'm filling up the car with the gas. I'm like, hey, I'm about to go inside go to the bathroom. You sure you don't want to do it? No, I don't use public bathrooms. That's nasty. Ill no. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. You You don't have to. Get on the road. 10, 15 minutes down the road. You need to stop the car right now. Like, first of all, this shit just jumped. It went to a zero to 100 <laughs> real fast. Like, she didn't say nothing about We're 15 minutes down the road. You need to stop the car right now. I have to get out. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Like, I'm like, okay, okay, fine. So I get off. Well, I go to Parkway. So I, like, pull off somewhere. She jumps out the car and runs off in the woods somewhere in this neighborhood. And I'm just thinking, okay. So now you didn't you didn't want to go to the bathroom because it was it was nasty in the bathroom, like the public bathroom. But now you're just out in the wilderness with, with little animals running around you while you're doing <laughs> it and, and probably using what a leaf out there, whatever the white. Ah. So so you know what I'm saying? Like you're doing something ah. out there. Like well, this is a woman we're speaking of. You got it. Why? Yeah, exactly. So now you're in this predicament because you thought that the last one was beneath you. Okay, that's fine. So now we get there. Daniel has already had something a little rolled up for us to smoke. I'm excited about this. I tell her, hey, listen, we're about to go outside and we're going to partake in this smoke. You want to come? 
She says, no, I think I'm just going to do one tonight. If I'm going to drink, I'm just going to drink tonight. I'm not going to mix the two. I might get a little twisted, and then you never know what. I'm like, all right, you know what? Responsible. Yep, yep. Let's do that. To yep. what she also says, and by the way, I'm only going to drink champagne because I know if I start taking some liquor or something like that, it's going like the same thing. Classy. Exactly. Let me just yeah. Let me get my little champagne flu. I'm gonna just keep it glassy with with the with the with the pinky out. I'm gonna do it like that. I'm like, all right, cool. We go outside. We smoke. Come back inside. I can already tell she's acting a little bit different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) To which she whispers in my ear, "I've taken like two shots of of Jack Daniels." I'm like, okay. (laughs) I start to see her get a little loose. She's getting a little loose. I'm like, okay, all right. That's fine. We're already on like three transgressions as it is right now, whatever, between you not eating, you not going to the bathroom, and then you not smoking, even though that that goes to another one. You don't have to smoke, but it goes to another one later on, which she says to me, like maybe an hour into the party, Earl, where's the smoke at? Like, where where can we get like some weed? And I'm just like, well, we smoked it. We smoked the weed. Right. <laughs> That's gone. I, I remember maybe like 45 minutes ago when I asked you to come outside. She's like, yeah, I didn't want it then, but I want it now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. 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 Then after that, it's, yo, can we, can we leave? Can we go get like some cheeseburgers or something? Can we get like some, I'm just like, there's, there's food here. Had a good spread it, too. It was. I liked the spread. Y'all had little kebabs and all sorts of stuff out. Yeah. Fruits. It was a lot. Of, it was a good spread. Cheese, nah, shrimp cocktail. Right. Yeah. Eat yeah. some food. There was a little charcuterie dish. Yeah. She just wants to go get you. I'm just like, no, we're not. We're not doing that. So now you didn't eat before, but now you want food now, and you're drunker because you didn't eat food before, and. You you started mixing drinks that you said you weren't gonna mix, and you're perturbing me, and you are further perturbed because you're not high and would like to be high because I asked you to come get high and you said no, I don't want to get high. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> at this point, it's like whatever. I'm just hanging out with the guys. We're leaving now. At this point, I have to t- ask her five times to go because she's running around talking all her. Quote unquote new friends. Oh my God, I'm making new friends. So she's running around talking to new friends, showing mad photos on the phone. I don't know what that's about really mm-hmm. until until the next day. Now, we're leaving. I go sit in the car with Daniel. We're getting ready to leave. She's mm-hmm. taking forever. You call me, let me know. Hey, are you leaving without her? If she don't come out here in five minutes, I am. So she finally comes outside. She's taking her sweet ass time getting to the car which is only making me more upset (laughs) she's moving at a glacial pace from your front door to our car she gets in the car she does not acknowledge and this is this is honestly what made me upset she didn't acknowledge that it took her way too long to get out to the car she didn't acknowledge any of the things that she had done this night to piss me off which leads me to believe that she has been blacked out or just like out of sorts for quite some time Right, because she didn't acknowledge, she didn't take accountability for anything. There was no sorries, there was no nothing. Get in the car, we're now driving. She asked Daniel if she could have the aux to play a song. He says, Sure, go ahead. You got one. <laughs> Hand it to the aux. She puts, she takes his phone actually. She takes his phone just to make it quicker and mm-hmm. looks up the looks up the song, starts playing the song. He says, All right, now that you're playing the song, can I have my phone back? She's just dancing, just dancing, bobbing her head, dancing around, cranking. 
He's like, he's like, excuse me, like I, like you can play the song out, but may I have my phone, please? Cranking, dancing, not paying no fucking attention to what he's saying. And I, at this point, I'm just like, hey man, do what you got to do, say what you got to say. He's like, excuse me, may I have my fucking phone back, please? Like I gave you my, like it's my possession. It's, I, I own that. I would just like it back in my <laughs> hand, please. To where she very somberly just gave it back to him, and then didn't say, didn't say anything else, because now she's pouting. Right. Didn't say anything else for the hour ride home. Gets out, get out, gets out the car, runs over to her car and just gets in and takes off. <laughs> to, to, to this day, I don't know if she made it home safely that night, to be honest with you. Jeez. Because I blocked her immediately once getting back in my home. And that's where, again, Sequoia was disappointed in me. Yeah. At this point in time, I would talk to her. I would okay. with this with this new yeah with this new knowledge and this new perspective, I would definitely talk to her. She wanted to talk to me about what the fuck happened that night and, and maybe pick up some of the uh, pieces to the puzzle that she is just not aware of because yeah. she because she can't be aware of them, um, especially the last piece of the puzzle. And this is <laughs> this is the biggest one. Yes. <laughs> the day after we're talking in the chat, the guys. All the guys, you, and you relay a piece of information that blows my mind. As my mind is always getting blown. But this one, you said in conversation that you heard with her and some other people, she was showing photos on her phone of the baby that she had recently had in life. Mm -hmm. And she was telling people that the father of the said baby was me you the pappy <laughs> i be the pappy <laughs> i am not anyone's father for all the listeners out there or uncle or uncle i i'm, <laughs> I'm not an adult <laughs> <laughs> so for her to do this i i was like what the fuck what yeah, that was that was super wild but that's the thing though because she had been so out of sorts and blacked out if she made that conscious decision to let people know oh wait no he's the father just because she simply didn't want to go down the road of explaining how she got yeah, to realize want, who the real father of her she child wanted to is. save face she wanted to save face right and not go through the whole fucking narrative of oh you know there was a guy and i thought it was him but you know he went and got a paternity test after going and leaving us to go to germany for a little while and coming back and then getting a paternity test it's saying zero percent and then me having to go down the list and find the next guy i'm like yo that's that is a wild narrative, and I'm sure you don't want to tell that to a bunch of your quote unquote new friends at this party. But don't bring it up at all. Don't bring it up at all. <laughs> you don't have to bring it up at all because then you don't have to lie one to all these new people, two to yourself, yeah, three, to yourself. three, and probably what should be number one on this baby's life. You're lying on this baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, it's just weird. You're disrespecting. The real father. There's just like so many different transgressions within that one error. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it was just, it was just too many things that were wrong. So I I understand why in the moment I blocked that person. I didn't want to have anything uh, to do with them at all. But again, growth happens through time, hopefully. And uh, I'm I'm here with it now, and I'm I'm here for the conversations. I think that that's a very very awesome thing to do for people to have conversations with prior partners. 
You know what, Earl? <laughs> you know what? You know what this boils down to? It was a segue right into the next thing here. Mm-mm. You said that there were red flags, and you said it was probably not a good idea to bring her anyways. You know what you didn't do? What didn't I do, Keon? You did not follow your gut. And now I'm going to tell you a story about when I didn't follow mine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I definitely didn't follow my gut. Because my gut was... By the way, my gut was telling me, don't do this, Earl. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. It was like, Earl, you know that that, there'd be issues sometimes with this person. They can go from being very, very cool... To just being a diva and making the entire night about themselves like so don't don't do this but i'm like nah right. like we've had a couple of cool conversations it'll be all right she would she would never do that to a bunch of new friends and people that i'm introducing her to so, suzanne would never do yeah anyway <laughs> tell me about how you didn't follow your girl. um so anybody that knows me knows how i feel about a haircut <laughs> anyone <laughs> Anyone that knows me knows how I feel. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I swear to God, I didn't know. Okay. Okay. Any, anyone that knows me knows how I feel about my haircut. He is extreme about the black man's, in particular, the black man's haircut and what, yeah. it, and what it means to the black man. Like, it's, it's got to be sharp. It's right. got to be. Right, right, right. right, um, right. So... I moved out to Maryland like three years ago. <laughs> um, ever since then, I've been driving the hour back to Virginia to get my hair cut by my barber, who does a great job. Yes. Um, however, I know that it's very inconvenient, and I need to find a barber in Maryland. I've tried. I have tried, <laughs> and I am going to tell you about one of those times now. So, um, oh I, went to this, I went to this barber shop in Clinton, Maryland. And what's funny is that I've been to this barbershop before because I took my son to get his hair cut there. The person that cut his hair that time, that day, did a good job. So I'm just like, all right, so, you know, maybe, you know, I'll go in here. Hopefully that person will be there. And if he isn't, you know, God, let's hope that one of these people does a good job. Right, right, right. right. So I get there, right? It's one guy and one customer, one person cutting hair, one customer getting the haircut. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll just, whenever this guy's done, hopefully I'll just be able to get my hair cut. Right. This guy gets on the phone. He calls up another barber. He's letting that barber know, hey, you know, is somebody here? If you want to come up here, you know what I'm saying? Come on, come in a little earlier. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Homie's looking out for me. Um, you know what I'm saying? This is going to be cool. Yeah. So I see this gentleman approaching uh, the barber shop with what looks like, a, you know, some barber equipment in hand. The first thing I notice about him <laughs> is that he has a lazy eye. And I'm not going to lie to you, it threw me off a bit because I am trust- I'm trusting this man's vision literally <laughs> and figuratively. Right, yeah, that's a thousand percent. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to trust that, you know, he's able to, you know what I'm saying, get me real sharp, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But I'm also trusting that God, I'm an asshole for saying this, that he can, you know, see <laughs> properly. I don't know. I mean, Vin, uh, I mean, I've never had anyone with a lazy eye cut my hair. Right. Yeah. Like, you, so right, sorry. Right. I'm it's sorry. A, right. No, it's I'm new sorry. for us. And we don't, <laughs> and we don't quite know exactly what, what having a lazy eye or being cross-eyed entails when yeah. it, when it comes to vision impairment or, yes. if there, or if there necessarily is one, we just, we just, again, not well versed we are in not. that realm, right? We are we, we not just don't well quite versed. No, we're not quite that knowledgeable. 
That's, so right, you know, you I know, get that. so. So basically, you know what I'm saying? He's, you know, he walks in, he's the big ass nigga, nigga. He's the big ass Forrest Whitaker ass nigga. Like, <laughs> especially with the eye. <laughs> um, Forrest Whitaker. So, so, you know, I'm sitting down. So, you know, these are red flags. These, these are things that somewhat made me uncomfortable, made me almost want to think twice. But like, I, but I'm at just, that, but I'm, at that juncture though, what do you do? Exactly. I'm not the type of nigga that's just going to be like, oh, fuck it, I'm leaving. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just not me. You'd be like, you know nah, you know what? You know what, fam? Don't even worry about it. I'm gonna just, yeah, wait. I'm gonna just like, wait I'm, for old boy. Like, I am not that kind of person. That like, is kind of wild. I, I want to give this person the benefit of the doubt because he works in a barbershop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I gotta I gotta hope this nigga can cut hair. I you, you know, know you, all right. So you know what's funny? So let's stop here for a second. Because I've told this story to a couple of other people. And I should have still funded me. And and right here, there's there's a discrepancy. There's already been a retort by one of our other friends. Okay. Now this person said, because because you're right. Oh, I'm not that type of nigga to just sort of get up. It's kind of it, it's going to be clear and blatant, flagrant um, sort of discrimination, right? right? Like if you just get up, you like, you know what? Nah, I don't even worry about. It. I'm gonna just actually I got something to do, or I'm, just, <laughs> I'm gonna just wait on this guy. Like clearly, there's there's an issue there between you and that guy. I mean, what right. you what you feel like his capabilities are, <laughs> right? I've talked to a couple people and they're like, "Fuck that! I am a customer. I'm paying money. I'm giving money away so that you can do the best. Like so, you can do at least what's what's par. What what my standards are. I have certain expectations when it comes to a haircut and what it is I want to give up when I'm headed out to the club or I'm going out to a cookout. I'm just walking this earth. I have a certain vision for what my head needs to look like. And if I feel like you can't do that for me, that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be my problem necessarily. Like that, I don't want to give you money for that service. That's so that's how I, I've heard about it. On on a ground level, I totally understand that. Right. But who am I to say that just because he has a lazy eye right. that he can't give me a sharp that's, cut? That's for sure. Okay. You know I'm saying right. was I was I a little was I a little, you know, weirded out about the situation? Yeah. Sure. But I wasn't just gonna like assume that he wasn't gonna give me a good cut. Cause what if he was gonna give me the best cut I've ever fucking hey, had? You, you know, know what? Saying? No, I respect that. I respect I don't that. know. I don't know. That. You're right. Not, but you know what well well we well we do know. So go ahead. So please continue. <laughs> So, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, about the situation. I sit down in the chair. You know, he's asking me what I want. You know what I'm saying? The usual. Give me that fade, cuz. Give me that fade. Right. And, you know, like, he's, he's like, it's, it's different because, like, I'm used to a certain barber. I'm used to a certain everything. As he's cutting my hair, I can, I can tell that the clippers are a little, they're not as smooth. <laughs> You know right. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're I talking tell, about all the little components yeah, to getting a haircut. I can, I can tell that this this guy he's a little heavy handed. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Like it's just it just feels different. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like I went to Steph. It doesn't feel like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um. So the whole time I'm thinking, just I'm just thinking like, damn, like this nigga he a little rough with it. But you're you not know. you're not you're not really feeling the expertise. That you, yeah. That you're you know what I'm saying? For it. Yeah. But but then he cites me. He cites me because he you know what I'm saying he rubbed like some oil in my beard. He put like a hot towel on my face. I'm oh, like, oh, right. you're like okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is cool. You know. I'm not used to this. Ain't this ain't what I usually get? Old school, nigga. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is when he lost me. This is when he lost me. 
this nigga asked me if I wanted him to essentially touch up my, my shape up. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm just like, well, yeah, nigga, like, what is the haircut without the shape up? Like, if, if, right. I, if, you, if you don't touch my shape up, all you did is shave my head. Right. And to be honest, if I mean, you want to talk about black male haircuts, you can come get the shape up a lot of the times and that'll do it. Yeah, you sometimes don't even gotta get you, a haircut. If, yeah, sometimes you don't even have to get the haircut. You just get, you just a, get a shape, shape up, up and you're good. good. To go. So if anything, yes, nigga, I want the shape the, up. The shape up is one of the most important features of the haircut. <laughs> so it, you need to be giving me the shape up. I don't know why you asked me that question. Um, and I, so I respond. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I want you to, you know, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay, you know, I like to ask because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't, you know what I'm saying, they don't like, you know, getting their stuff, uh, you know, pushed back a little bit. Oh, just, <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, and that's when it was done for me. <laughs> and I'm just like, right, well, right. nigga, don't push my shit back. Yeah, don't push just, my hairline just line back. line up, just line me up with, with the hairline. Like, don't push my shit back. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Some people don't like it to like, get pushed you, back, but I can do what, it. I, I can push the shit back if you want. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, my nigga? Like, oh, uh, uh, he let yeah. you know he you was gonna have all of that whole inch of stubble that new like, coming. What in. in the hell? Oh so, my gosh! So, so That's you know, great. the haircut is done. What? The, and then this is what re- like this is this this might be what um was the worst part about it all is that he charged me more than what I usually pay. Ooh, oh. To get my hair cut for oh, my body. Oh, you can't do that. So I'm just like... Yeah, you can't make me pay more for less. <laughs> I'm just like... Ugh. So I paid him. Right. I left that shop. Um, I'm pretty sure I sent a picture of my haircut to you. Maybe um, yes. to Antoinette. <laughs> um, and like, it, it was wasn't okay, crazy. Yeah, like it wasn't... But it, wasn't it just was, it wasn't the standard of excellence that I'm used to. <laughs> yes. And it, was, it wasn't that crisp. Yeah, and I, I, I don't. I, I don't even think that he really lined your beard up the way. Yeah, that... yeah, the beard wasn't sharp. He like trimmed it down a little bit, like kind of, kind of got rid of some of the some of the stuff that grows, some, some of the excess hair. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it wasn't sharp. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like the hair on top of my head was like sticking up a little bit and shit. Like when I go to when I go to my barber, like my shit be laid down. That shit is flat. laid. That shit be nice and dark. Like, damn, man. Yeah. It, yeah, it's terrible to go into a barbershop and then come out and not feel fresh. That's the yeah. worst. That's terrible. Yeah, man. That's so, terrible. So the moral of the story is follow your gut. Follow your gut. Follow Cause, that instinct. Because I didn't, nor did Earl. We did not follow our guts. Yeah, no. Nah, and you and be, we yeah. ended up being in a situation in which we <laughs> wish we hadn't. So... <laughs> That's very, very true. And again, you learn from it. You learn from it because you'll never go back there. No, no. And I if won't. and if you do, you'll never let that gentleman cut your hair. No, no, I won't. And and if I if I feel like there have been many, many red flags that you know with an individual that let me know that I don't need to take them out and introduce them to a bunch of my close friends and family for a very important event. 
I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to I'm not going to fight that and just bring them along anyway because they happen to be a very beautiful person. Right, right. I'm not I'm not yeah, that that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. And that's one of the reasons I did it too cuz it's that's a terrible reason to start doing something. Oh, this nigga is trying to flex. You kind of start you, you <laughs> I mean, it's nice to have somebody that looks nice like No, no, she's she's you know absolutely I mean? gorgeous. To to, to, I, bring, to bring someone out, to bring someone out that sort of looks nice, but again, that's when you you know, you start looking at people and, as as people and you got to realize that you don't want to have people around as accessories you know Earl, i don't i don't even take you for that type of nigga like that's yeah. weird yeah no Here, i mean that wasn't that. that was not the reason okay it, but it had a small slice in the pie okay is what i'm saying yeah it's not like oh it's just you bet yeah i'm gonna just bring her like she can just she can just go sit in the corner and look nice it's not it wasn't like that i'm just saying but it was just one of the many factors i mean i was i was attracted to this person yeah you know what i mean for a few different reasons uh definitely never stimulated my mind in any sort of way shape or form but they were fun to be around love to joke around and I found them extremely physically attractive. Let me so, find out Earl out here with the trophy wives. I don't man. See, Let me find now, out. See, Let me find out. See now. See again. See now. He's. Do you know what's going to happen? What? I'm going to start putting myself out there. These jokes are going to happen, which these jokes are great. We're going to get these jokes off on both of us. But then people, <laughs> people are going to slowly start taking them. They're, they're going to start to grow and be like, take a whole life of its own. I, right. You know, it's going to be like, oh, Earl, the type of nigga that just want to get that that just look nice. He just want to have somebody on on his shoulder, to eat, on his help. I'm like, oh, my God. It's not. It's really not. I promise it's not like that. It played a part, but like I said, it, it was it was a terrible decision. Um, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, something I, uh, that we need to get into before we get out of here. All right. Is I asked you if you could come up with a couple bars, a line from a song, anything like that, from one of your favorite artists that we could that we could sort of decipher and talk am about. I, am I whack if I just go with the one that you know I'm going to go with? I don't necessarily. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not, because we can we can get into it. Okay, like we can get into anything; it doesn't really matter. I, yeah, and and again, j- just because I know about it, I mean, there are plenty of people listening that don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now, and that's really what matters: is taking all these other people into consideration. Fuck me. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you can you go ahead and go first. You can lead this. All right. Um, the song "Pound Cake" uh, mm. features Drake and Jay Z, two of my favorite artists. And this Drake. was on Nothing Was the Same. Yes. Yeah, the album um, Nothing, nothing was, the was the Same. That was a, that's my favorite album of his, by the way. From Drake? Yes. Okay. I promise you. Yeah. Um, I love that album. Um I you know what? I think I have to say that mine is uh um goddamn. If you're listening to this, it's too late. Or oh, did I say that right? Oh, if oh that the, might, was that like the, a the, if you're reading this if you're reading this yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah 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 no no that was that was that a was little, a mixtape that was no actually no a no 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 that was that was an album the, it was he, yeah so okay. he, so I believe he put that out to get out of the contract that he was in it was oh, it was one of those yeah. moves yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Where you just kind of like throw one out there or whatever and then yeah. you go and then you go but on it was a good body of work though for a throwaway it was I love I like six god I like I like energy I like legend I like like uh know yourself i like used to yeah like All there's these, yeah. so many good songs on mm-hmm. there um but drake says a line in there he says you know it's real when you are who you think you are you know you know it's real when you are mm. and i just i just think that's such a powerful statement like to just be so in tune to yourself to be in a place 
um, in your life with yourself where you're just like, this is what was supposed to happen. Mm. This is this like this is what I expected. Right. And, and, and that is real. Right. Like, to just work or to just work to a place or just find yourself in a place where you're just like, this is real. I'm exactly where I thought I was. I am exactly who I thought I was going to be. Right. And the, and the things that are coming to me. Or, because or, of it. Or, 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 yeah, or, yeah, or because of it. Exactly. Yeah, the things that I'm manifesting in my life are simply due to the fact that I know that I'm this person. I, yeah. am, I am unapologetically me. Yep. And with that just comes, comes gifts. Comes, comes beautiful gifts every single day. Yeah, no, okay, that's... You know it's real when you are who you think you are. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty real too because it's, I guess there have been, been too many times where probably people feel like they are something and then they have like a rude awakening. Yeah. You know, some people come and tell them or maybe the world, you know, barrels down on them in some sort of way or reveals to them that it's like, no, nah, that's not quite right. Yeah. Like, nah, you're not quite who you thought you were. We're going to put you in this situation over here. We'll see how you react over here. We'll see how, if you react the way that you feel like this person or this personage that you think you are would would do. You know what I mean? Or would uh, behave or conduct themselves. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, that's that's very that's a very interesting thought. And, and and I do think that to some degree, I mean, what you just said resonates with me a lot, to be okay. honest with you. Feeling like you've gotten to a point of of exploration or existential excavation, I say, where you've you've dug down and you've unearthed a lot of beautiful things that have kind of been there from the jump. And really all you've ever done to get there is move all the bullshit out of the way. A lot mm -hmm. of these, a lot of these things have been inherent in us and we just hopefully get a little bit older and learn, okay, I can do without this part of me, this part of me that like, and then you're just slowly moving shit to the side and getting things out of the way and then allowing that light, that inner light to start shining. And beaconing out, you know what I mean. I, I think that's more so what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that that is that is a beautiful thought. Um, mine is from an album. Um, I believe this came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. Oh, my senior year of high school. So yeah, this is this this might have been even bigger for me then for that reason. But it's called "Brand New Eyes" by the band Paramore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Haley Williams, you clearly know her, right? You, yeah. Heard, yeah, 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 you know. Um, alternative track ten, misguided ghost. And since I sung freedom before, I'll sing this because a lot of times it's about the way that, again, it, it, it's formatted. Uh, so it can be a very, very simple saying, and it doesn't seem like that really that deep or that profound, but. When I heard her say for the first time over like some, it was just like some guitar arpeggio, which is just like, you know, a, a sequence of plucking of the strings. It was like, uh, what did she say? And there's no one road. We should not be the same. Bam. Mm -hmm. There's not one road. And we should not be the same. When I heard that, the way she said it, and it was like towards the end of the song, it was just like, 
it just stood alone to me from the rest of the song. The whole song is good, but it just stood out by itself. And I was just thinking about all just just world and <clears throat> the world in the macro sense and all the different ways that there are to do things and all the different walks of life, all the different ways of living, all the different ideas, all the different intermingling of all these different things in that I think a lot of people's sort of sadness in life comes from a place of harboring a lot of ideas and ways of doing things that do not align with them naturally, organically, to their core. Right. Right? They're too busy trying to do, especially, and I hate to be this guy, but especially in this day and age, this social media age where you're constantly looking to the left and your right, comparing yourself with the next person uh-huh. and whatever it is they have going on, that shit is for the birds, my nigga. Yeah. That shit is for the birds. Like, if I've learned anything in this life, it's just that things are very, very, very unique, very, very individual, and you have to treat things and appreciate and respect things as such. Every little thing is its own thing. Every person is their own person. And you can be inspired and you can have, you know, from other people and you can have muses, you know what I mean, and kind of kind of see someone and allow them to spark ideas in your mind that, you know, further again, exude all these different parts of you that you've been, you know, letting in and not showing the world. But it's, it's really, really something beautiful to feel as though you're just going to start walking your own path and in finding out in every aspect of your life, what makes you feel good? Mm -hmm. What, what serves you as a person? What helps you grow? What helps you understand more about yourself and therefore the world around you? Because that is the way that it goes. The more and more you take time to learn about yourself and be in tune with yourself, you'll start to understand other people and the way the mechanics of the world working around you a whole lot more. So that those lyrics right there, like really, really just hit me. And and, and these ideas sort of dawned on me, like we really, really have to appreciate and, and cultivate our own way, our own lane in this world. No matter what it is you're doing, you have to find your own lane and, uh, and, and carve that out for yourself. Because I just, like I said, I feel like there's just way too much dismay and confusion that comes from trying to do things the way other people do it. And then mm-hmm. you realize you, you're wondering why it's not working for you or why it doesn't necessarily feel good for you to be trying to do these things is because you've adopted the wrong ideas. You've adopted things that, that don't align, that don't center with yourself. Right. You know what I mean? I, I just think that I was actually in, uh, thinking about it as far as the gym goes, getting back in the gym. There are a lot of people out there that don't give a fuck about exercising, right? They just don't care. They're just like, oh, I don't need to exercise. Um, it's just really not for me. I don't see the benefits, whatever the fuck the case may be. And if you don't want to exercise that, I mean, I, I'm not, that that's fine. Like, you don't, I'm not going to, what the fuck am I going to do about it? Right. I, I don't, I don't really care. I think that it's a beautiful thing to do. I think it makes me feel better inside. I think it, it gives me more energy. I think it helps me sleep better. I think it helps me think better. I, I think it helps in a lot of different ways, but I do know a lot of people or I have known people to want to work out, want to be a part of the gym, but simply won't go because they're looking at other people that for other people, 
may they may motivate them, right? You got big swole people or IG models or whatever, people that take really, really good care of themselves, you know, through diet uh through their dietary restrictions or whatever. Um or or just just exercising in all the different multiple facets that they can do that in. And those people inspire a lot of people. What they do to a lot of other people is they sort of they sort of distract them. They sort of take they derail those people. Because they look at them and they're like, there's no way. Like, how am I supposed to get to that? How could I aspire to get to that? Like, from where I am right now, there's no way I can do that. They better go to Planet Fitness. (laughs) Don't go to Planet Fitness. (laughs) If you're one of these people that have a really hard time starting exercising, don't go to, don't, don't do it. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not rocking with that. It's just not, it's just not, it's just not conducive to actually getting things done for a person that needs help (laughs) starting, starting. Um, if you already know what you're doing, then yeah, you can just go there and just, you know, pump it out and get it ready. But yeah, I just, I just, I want people to not look at the entirety of the mountain. Ahead can of I, um, go ahead. Can I, can I what give you, you another one? Uh, another, oh, another what? Quote. Oh yeah, go for it. A wise man told me, don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. And I think that resonates with um, something that we were talking about recently about knowing how smart the person you're talking to is, <laughs> or you know, at least deciding if you if you respect their opinion or not, right. because you don't want to get caught up arguing with someone that's not on your level at all. Yeah. Um, and then because yeah, from a distance, it just looked like two niggas arguing. Yeah, it yeah. Just looked like two niggas going back and forth. That's 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 exactly. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I was having this uh this this argument with a with a real stupid nigga a couple <laughs> a couple summers ago and my grandma was there. This was uh, at our beach trip. And our grandma, you know, she she took me to the side of so at one point and she said, Erlani. She said, Erlani, you know, you know what somebody arguing with a fool is? And I was like, nah, grandma, what, what is what is someone arguing with a fool? Like what what is that? And she was like, it's two fools arguing. <laughs> 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 I was like, all right. Oh, like, okay, that was pretty self-explanatory. Like, I'll, yeah. like, I'll keep that in mind, Grandma. Definitely. Because she is not with that shit. Yeah, you know, as soon as I think when you start getting older, there's a certain point where you just done with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? And you just, yeah, you get a better idea of who it is you should have certain conversations with and people that you shouldn't. Right. Uh, you know, but as, as someone that's young and just still has a bunch of energy, to expel at any moment. I'm just like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, I'm I'm ready to have this conversation no matter what it is you think about. Yeah, sure, but yeah, so, like, because you want to remain open to having conversations with people and feeling like, like, like you said when I talked about Suzanne and all that bullshit she did that night. I didn't give her the chance, right, to even have that conversation and see if she had the capacity to absorb this information and do what was right with it. I didn't think that. But yeah. you net, but because you, you never know, though. So it's about giving some sort of leeway. Now, again, if you, now if you're, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes into this argument and it just seems like it's getting nowhere or it should be just a discussion. Shouldn't even necessarily be a heated argument, because then usually there's ego involved in that. And I'm I'm getting out of that immediately. I'm exiting an ego based discussion every time. Yeah. Every time I feel like that's that's what it is. Like I start to see the ticker slowly moving over to just complete egocentrism. Like I'm getting the fuck yeah. out of the conversation. Yeah, I, I had a nigga trying to argue with me. This is a long time ago, back when I was like working at Foot Locker. 
nigga trying to argue with me, telling me what the names of certain shoes were and shit like that. And I'm just looking at him like, bro, like I do this, I do this, like come on, like you, you know what I'm saying? And then, right. And it's really funny because I had a guy next to me who was very, you know what I'm saying, just a real intelligent, you know, intelligent brother. Right. And he was just looking at me. He was like, yo, it's not even worth it. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. And, and I looked at him and I was just like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's not worth it. It's wild when you get sucked into the storm. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even know it. Because at first, you know, you're looking outside and it's just like some nice little water droplets. Yeah, it's a little dark outside, but you can still see the sky. Like, it's not that bad. And then before you know it, you just sucked all the way into the storm and there's lightning yep. and there's a tornado and shit being flown all around the place. And you don't know how the fuck you got there. But you just sat there and stood there long enough and just allowed that shit to come hit you. And that's pretty much a lot of what these dumbass conversations be like. Right. You sit there and it kind of seems at first that clearly their mind's a little foggy or think that, you know, the cogs and the wheels aren't quite turning as, as you know, uh, yeah. as nicely as you would and fluidly as you would like them to be. But then it gets to a point where it's like, OK, this person's just, they're just arguing with me to argue. Yeah, they they start you know raising their voice, getting loud, yeah. and shit like that. Or, like, or a lot of times, what I what I go through a lot in conversations with people is they'll start having a conversation with someone else, and when I say that, they're not listening to the to the actual words that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. They may be having a conversation or a discussion or argument, whatever it is, with someone that they've had this conversation with before, mm -hmm. and so now they're kind of if I say anything that slightly resembles what that past person said in the conversation, then now they're picking up where those two left off and now they're having that conversation with me. <laughs> and it's like, you're not listening to the words that I'm saying. It's like you're talking to someone else right now. Like, what's, what's going on? Are you listening to the words that I'm saying? Because now you're coming at me with all of these different points and I didn't say anything of that sort. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's like I said, people are terrible, terrible listeners for the, for the most part. A lot of times people just want, you know, want you to finish talking so that they can say whatever the fuck it is that's on their mind or whatever the fuck. But they, they stopped listening to you from the minute you started talking. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it can, it can get a little weird. But I've gotten a lot, lot better with figuring out who's trying to have a real discussion about something and, under, and have a better understanding of where other people are coming from and trying to gain knowledge and mm -hmm. actually listen. I've gotten a better, better, like, my barometer for that has definitely been fixed a lot, lot better than what it used to be. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got on that. But that, no, that is a good one, though. You're... I have no fucking idea what just happened. Yeah, not I, I wasn't even touching the phone. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, so let's just finish this up. Yeah, um, yeah. So pretty much all I was saying was, yeah, that, that's, that is a great quote. That's good. That's definitely something to th uh, for people to think about when they're having conversations with someone. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, again, it, it's kind of weird because you're sort of deeming someone intelligent or not enough to have a certain conversation that you want to have with them. Uh -huh. uh, but, I mean, it's worth thinking that's, about. That's real, though. It's, like... it's worth thinking about, especially it, you might, you know, it, and again, bring it back to yourself as well. Are you are you being the person that's hampering the situation or hampering the the possible growth in, in any given conversation? Right. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's definitely something to think about. Um, but on that note, any last words for the people? So Earl said this in the beginning. I'm just going to bring it back. We really, 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 
Love that you guys love this podcast. Yes. Continue to listen. We've got some really cool stuff coming up that we're going to be bringing to you guys. Yes. Follow the Instagram, A-L-W-Pod on yes. Instagram. Follow yes. us. Please, please do. And, and again, don't feel shy at all. If you want to hit us up through the DM and, you know, ask us anything or tell us that you would like for us to, you know, talk about anything in the topic, just just come kick it with us. Just come flood the DMs and kick it with us. We're very we're very approachable people. Very much so. Uh, and to be honest, I'm, I'm going to allow those to be the last words because I feel the exact same way. This this one is I mean, everyone is for y'all. But this is definitely for y'all. Thank you guys so much for giving us all the inspiration that we needed to continue to do this. Because you guys, you guys make it worth it. Like we love you guys, every single one of you. Alrighty, sir. That's it. All right, man.